If you could talk to God or source or the universe, what questions would you ask? Some of the things I'd like to know are, do we all have a purpose or mission in this life? What's one thing that I can do today to speed up my alignment? Is there a best way to manifest? What is it? How do we get signs from loved ones? How do we know the loved ones that have passed are okay? These are some of the questions that I asked today's guests, and you won't believe the answers. Welcome to the Confidence Council Podcast. This show is designed for high-achieving women who, despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea, but the vision feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. My name is Monica Burkhoff. I'm your confidence, purpose, mindset coach. And today we have Isabella, who is a multi-dimensional channel back for part two of this two-part series. So Isabella is my older sister. She channels source energy, universal truth, God, and is able to connect to infinite wisdom. So let's get started. What happens after our souls leave our body in this lifetime. Everything that is happening, happened, and will happen is in the point of now. And how do we say this? You must understand that you are creating your life moment by moment by moment. The other very important part of this is that your creation in the moment transforms everything past and present as well. You're so linear, human. Uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It doesn't work like this. It is all on top of each. It is all now. It is simply a shift of consciousness, which allows you to expand to more dimensions so that you can experience the richness and fullness of the truth of who and what you are. It is a lie that you are simply this. Helpless little being in this little body and that's it. Your energy can expand miles throughout the ocean. There is so much for humanity to unlearn. And, and this will be a very telling year for that as... The veil continues to lift and we see the puppeteer behind the scenes. I'm seeing like the Wizard of Oz when they pull back the curtain. And you see how small you are made to think that you are. And again, your thoughts control your reality. And so there is a message here too of understanding that as we as a people begin to 
have greater alignment between our body and mind. More people are health conscious nowadays. Concepts that, uh, what, 20, 30 years ago, my doctor recommends camel. What do you smoke? It's almost these things, these silly things that were taught to us that we believe like we believe like we believe are going to fall away. And so this is very challenging when your whole entire life as you've been living it presents itself as an illusion but make no mistake that you have what it takes in order to drop the illusion and step into the light of the truth when someone has a loved one pass People just want to know that they're in heaven or they're okay, or do they come back? Like, what is the next step? Well, there are several options depending on the soul's desires, what lessons they're looking to learn. Every planet or state of consciousness allows a different experience for the soul to unfold. And so when a person passes, there are several things that happen Um, almost immediately, right? You either wake up to the fact that you are dead or not. And so, for instance, if you pass in a tragic accident, angels will work together as a nurse and a doctor and this, and, and, and they want to ease you into it. Or if it was um, an experience where you are peaceful laying in bed and you see the light and you walk towards it, you're more open to that. It is a gentle and beautiful experience because regardless of how you felt here in the the physical, the love, love, the acceptance, the safety, The love that you feel is unlike anything you've ever experienced before. So you know it's going to be okay. The soul then goes through a life review. This can be challenging. They Perhaps you weren't the greatest person. And so oftentimes spirits that have passed on to deliver messages are those with unfinished business. Um many souls that passed peacefully um, or otherwise. You don't even necessarily have to have unfinished business. There is just a greater need for these souls to connect, you see. And so that's when they seek out um, other beings of light and, and try to show themselves. Isabella had this experience with all those spirits coming around her. They see that you see them. And um your past on loved ones, depending on the amount of time that they are have left Earth, can be doing a multitude of different things. 
their consciousness is forever. So again, time, 10,000 years here could be 10 minutes in the spirit realm and vice versa. So different things we uh, hang out with our with our other loved ones who have crossed over we're happy we're healthy we're fabulous we love life just we're not physical anymore but you have to understand that everything is energy anyways so if you want to like I have a friend who is always asking for signs from her past mom. And it seems like her mom is constantly delivering these signs to her. Whereas my husband, his mom also passed. I don't know if he's asking for signs, but I don't know if he's getting any. Like, would she, would Todd's mom not be compelled to send signs unless he specifically asks for them? Or does the soul is just, it's the soul's decision to connect and try to, deliver messages to the ones that are still living. You live on a planet of free will. And so there is nothing that can come into contact with you, even into your field, unless you call it in on some level. You don't even necessarily have to say it out loud. Really, it boils down to feeling. And If, for instance, your husband would like to connect to his mother, it would be a good idea to, mom, show me something or tell me something, send me something that I, that could only be from you. Or, or you can ask for a specific sign. I want to see a red heart, whatever it may be. Some spirit, especially ones that passed very recently, are desperate to connect. And it also has a lot to do with the personality of the individual in their human life. They're loud and boisterous. And this They're going to be the same on the other side, even more so. They're releasing um, qualms about the, their body or, or just these human things. Um, The consciousness of your past on loved one never goes away. There's a reincarnation Mm -hmm. where you then decide you're going to come back either as another human or dip out to another dimension. This is uh, where the term, for instance, star seeds. Uh, I, Isabella, have had many more lifetimes um, outside of earth than I have on earth, for instance. Um, But should you desire to connect and the desire comes from a place of love, integrity, and for the highest and greatest good of everybody involved, um, that spirit does tend to come through. So if, let's say, this past loved one reincarnated and, well, let's just use Todd as an example. Let's say his mom reincarnated because it's been a few years now. Could is her Would her consciousness still hear him asking for a message? And is she still able to deliver that or no, because she's now back in human form? She's 100% able to deliver it again. 
Your body is not you. Your body is not your consciousness. Your consciousness can come in and out of your body at will. It's what it does every night when you're sleeping. It's what happens when you're astral traveling. You are not your body. This is fundamental to understand. You are not your body. And so the consciousness comes in and can come out. Now, when it permanently checks out, this is when we've crossed over and we've released this physical vessel. It cannot serve us anymore. When a person passes, it's very challenging for the loved ones that remain on earth. And this is so deeply felt and understood among any human that's lost somebody that they love. But you must understand that they are always around. And as everything is energy, they can present themselves in ways that work for you. Your consciousness can't be put into a form. But say you want to have a visitation from your past unloved one or signs from them. Ask them. Please connect with me in the way that I will best understand from where I am here and now, mm -hmm. meaning I don't need to learn anything extra. Um, I'm not going to be freaked out by it. It's going to feel perfect and beautiful. And I trust you to know how to do that for me. All right. Let's shift gears to something a little less, a little less heavy. Um, when you're when your soul chooses to come down for this lifetime, let's say, do you have a mission in mind or something that's already predetermined before you jump into this physical vessel? Absolutely. And everybody has a different path. Not everybody is here to be the next Elon Musk <laughs> or to channel source energy or the lesson could be how to live in integrity with Mother of Gaia or how to be a wonderful father. Um, there are there is a common thread that runs through all of humanity that is that's definitely incarnating on this planet at this time but also there's been waves of volunteers that are coming down that have been coming down to help in humanity's ascension. And so these individuals have a, a mission. Um, you have to understand that there is no better or work. Oh, I'm here just to be a baker and, and, and they came down to be a famous singer. Why couldn't I have that? <laughs> um. We all have different gifts and we all have 
different experiences that we can integrate into this physical vessel through our consciousness that puts us on a different trajectory. I'm an amazing violinist or a great gardener. There are so many ways to be of service to others. And so everybody does come down with a a mission, a goal, um, a lesson. And and all of it is for the evolution of your soul and the best way to evolve is to live your truth and share it with others. I love that. How can we figure out what that truth is? You must get to know yourself. We are so distracted. Uh, Everything around us is fighting for your energy. And you must stop giving it away. Now, again, most people do this completely unconsciously. Look at this billboard. I got a ping on my phone. I have to respond to this email. What's going on outside? Did I take out the trash? Whatever it is, there's always something. Uh, I got to play with the kids. I got to cook dinner. I got to go pick this up. Whatever it is, there is hardly any time that anybody spends getting to know themselves. Uh, Our identities are essentially formed based on the people that we spend our time with, the information that we have access to. It's almost like this. This is an example that I personally had when I went through this very, very challenging, difficult relationship. I was so engrossed in that, that when I finally broke free, I realized I can only identify as a we. I had no idea what I liked. I had no idea what my needs were. And, and this is something that a lot of people begin, began to see during the pandemic, when they, uh, you were forced to slow down, you were forced to be at home. And, and that starts, you know, again, with the layer of fear added on top of it, 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 it just reveals so much. And the path to understanding, no, unfolding into you, the you that you intended to be, lies in knowing yourself. Nobody else is going to tell you who you are. And far too many people have allowed that to be their reality. We label individuals with, you have this condition or you are 
this skin color. And so you must feel these things or you are a woman and as such you are weaker or, you know, it's as you begin to know yourself, the blinders come off. It's almost as if you are standing in amongst a very thick fog and it's starting to go away and go away and go away. And this happens through awareness. Awareness always shifts into consciousness. When you spend time with yourself, just being aware, you begin to notice things. Why am I still thinking about that? It is important to become aware of the thoughts that are running your life. And if it no longer serves you to believe that I am unworthy, I'm not good enough, if only I had, you chose to overcome these limitations. And as much as everybody wants a magic pill or a blueprint here, do this and you're going to become enlightened or do this and your life's going to be great. The truth is that there's no one size fits all. We all have had so many different lifetimes, so many other experiences. We process everything so differently. And so the waking up to your mission, your purpose, your gift, truly comes from the intention, the desire, and the action. My intention is to awake to the truth of who and what I am. My desire is to only connect with energies that continue lifting me up to a higher state of consciousness, expanding me. It is an expansion. You're, no one's better than the other. You're just smaller or you're bigger. You're more contracted or you're more expansive. This is the time on this planet where we will live through a planetary shift. The poles have already shifted. This is a new age. And Christ consciousness is something that is being activated in all of us. This is the awakening of your spiritual body, of your kundalini energy, of the, the end of duality and the beginning of oneness. And so to get onto the path, understand that you are spirit. You are not separate. You are part of the whole. If we were to give advice to the collective of how they can transform their life this year, completely turn it around. They don't feel conscious at all. They don't feel aligned with their truth. What is one thing that they can incorporate into their life today to start moving in that direction? Express the desire in earnest, in honesty, I want to be more connected to who and what I am. May my physical, mental, and spiritual bodies come into alignment 
so that I can experience the truth of the fullness and the richness of who and what I am. Understand that this is a birthright. You are sovereign. This is different things for different people. I will also mention several ways to accelerate the alignment process. And they are as follows. Stop consuming material that makes you feel contracted. What does this mean? 12 people shot in Chicago last night. When you read a headline like that, does your heart open? Does it close? Do you feel shutting down? Stop believing everything that you hear or see. For you must understand <laughs> that you live in a world of smoke and mirrors. It's all an illusion. And so it's important for us to start tuning in to our intuition. And we do this through our feelings. So when you walk into a place and it just feels, no, 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 honor that. <laughs> There's a reason for that. You don't need to be in that space. It's becoming more aware of how you feel. You're going to encounter less resistance when you are out in nature versus a congested concert hall, for instance. There are so many things that you can do from being more conscientious about the food that you eat, uh, where it's sourced from, to the places that you go, the things that you consume, the people that you spend time with. Ultimately, you are the master. You you say what goes. And so take your power back. Take your power back and say, I want, I ask for, and I am willing to receive the highest and greatest good, magic, joy, fun, peace, alignment, community, excitement, adventure, whatever your values are. And, and I'm ready to receive. That opens the doorway. Most of us are closed off to that right now. It's too weird. How can it be? I don't believe in that stuff. That's okay. You don't really have to. I'm not asking you to believe in anything. Acknowledge that you are more than this physical body. That's where it begins. Is manifestation real? And if so... What is the best way to manifest something into your life? You know, it's so funny that you asked this question because you are one of the strongest manifestors that I've ever met in my life. And I would even go so far as to say that you would agree that manifestation is 100% real. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, everything comes from your mind. And this is why it is so important to be aware of the stories that it is telling you or the places that it goes that do not serve you. 
the most important element of manifestation. There are several and and people may have created different systems in order to make their thought form a reality. Uh, first and foremost, you must believe that it's possible. Who cares if I'm going to manifest? I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire if I'm sitting around, oh, poor me all the time. No, baby, you got to live like that. You have to feel that. You have to experience that. It's almost that the, you want to make everything starts with a vision. And this is so funny to say, because I would say that vision is a challenging aspect of the manifestation process from me. Um, so I incorporate, try to make it as multi-sensory as possible. Okay, so the house that I am manifesting, maybe I can't see all the details, but I know that it is in a beautiful environment of spring-like temperatures year-round. There are gorgeous gardens and I can smell lilies through the air. And oh, it feels so good because my whole family is about to come over and I was and I have space for everybody and everybody can even spend the night if they want to. You know, you try to just make it as multifaceted as possible. The richer that your vision, your thought, your idea is, the more likely that it is to come to you in a time frame that you deem appropriate or right. How how often do we need to be manifesting or visualizing with this like multi-sensory experience? Or can you call something into your life with just one time? Or does it have to be like weekly or daily? There is such a desire for the human to have step-by-step -step instructions on how do I do it? Totally. And I'm sorry to say that the only way to do it is to do it. Everything comes from an intention and a belief in oneself that there are unseen forces that are working for me, with me. You were divinely and perfectly created. You, all of you. And your soul will take the path that you deem most necessary for the growth that you came here to experience. Manifestation can be a instant process. There are many beings on our planet at this time that can think of a book and it appears in their hand. They don't really talk about it because they'd probably become government property and science experiments. But there is no do this every day, do this five times a day, do it once a year, do it whatever. It truly only takes one time of deep, soulful, my whole emotion, everything inside of me 
projected into that direction and it is given. It's just you need to catch up to it. Everything already exists. And this is what people need to understand. It is simply a shift in frequency. And all of a sudden, the money that you were looking for, um, you get a random check in the mail, or somebody calls you and offers you a gig, or the love of your life shows up at a bar somewhere in Guatemala when you're not even looking for it. You just put it out there. This is what I want. And once you feel that you deserve it, that you are worthy, you see, this is the big wound on humanity, that we are somehow born dirty, undeserving, full of sin, when the truth couldn't be further from this fabrication of your wholeness. You are a part of God, source, energy, universe. There is nothing that can truly keep you away from this truth as the energy on our planet continues to shift. And pretty soon, this lower, linear, small, thinking will be obsolete. Do you think during our lifetime? Absolutely. Wow. This is happening during our lifetime and you can't get it wrong. <laughs> and this is what you need to understand that where you are called, what speaks to you is very individual. And there are amazing spiritual teachers on our planet right now that have connected to large communities and have very expansive networks. And more and more, you will see that these are people of integrity. And the only thing that's stopping you from having everything that you want and desire and hope and wish for is that you don't believe that you deserve it. I never really heard it said like that. And I think it's it's so true. It's just like, do you think you could, do you believe it that you can actually have something like this and are you worthy of it? So what's the best way to work through those unhelpful stories that you've that you have so ingrained from childhood or these limiting beliefs to break past that? It is a journey of self-love. This starts from I am worthy no matter what. This is very challenging. Like I said, I was getting fired from every job. My whole family thought I was insane. It was very difficult to believe that I'm not worthless, that I don't suck, <laughs> that, that I can possibly have something to offer. And oftentimes when we are rejected by our peers, by society, um, it all starts because we are rejecting a part of ourselves. And so when you start waking up and the blinders stop, start coming off, it is important to be gentle with yourself, to, to give yourself the love and 
the unconditional love that a mother would give to a child, for instance. So something, a phrase that's thrown around a lot with manifestation is like inspired action. So what is, and but then another phrase is surrender. So what is the best way to marry or make the most of those two energies where you are taking aligned action to move toward something that you desire, but then also sitting back and allowing? Inspired action can only come from a place of alignment. When, for instance, I was being told, get a grip on reality and go get a real job. I don't, there was a lack of understanding that it is a real job to be a spiritual teacher. Inspired action comes from a decision that this is what I want and nothing is going to stop me. I want to live as the highest and purest, truest version of myself and open every door that allows for that to happen and block everything that isn't of the highest light and integrity into my life and you will align. And here's the thing. A lot of people have visions, desires that are but fragments of uh, of really where they're going. Um, Many of us, myself included, can only handle one step at a time. It would short circuit you for all, you know, if all of a sudden just everything started showing up and you've been in a certain energy for so long, you have to learn how to operate in the new energy, but there are rules to the game. And this is what's shifting on our planet right now. Whereas before we were able to conquer, overpower, steal, take These energies are not compatible with fifth dimensional living. It is the energy of integrity, service, community, compassion, beauty, peace. These are the energies that are shifting in right now. So perhaps my point is to be open to your life evolving in ways that you never even considered before. And when you are looking to manifest, ensure that it is in a, from a place of integrity. God, I want $20,000. What do you want it for? Well, I want to put a down payment on a house. Well, look at here. You were just gifted a house from a third cousin that you didn't even know, you know, it like it can happen in different ways. So that's the let go part. You're not going to dictate spirit. You are not going to say, I want it to happen like this, this, and this. It will happen in divine timing. It will unfold in accordance to what you allow. How do you allow it? You raise your vibration. This is, this is the work. And this is what everybody needs to understand. So many of us, we're too busy. We're too busy with whatever the heck is going on. What you need to understand is you are too, you cannot afford not to take the time to connect with yourself. This is the single most powerful and important work that you can do. Because you see, as you become aware of your stories, blockages, limitations, perceptions, 
you are in, you then move into the driver's seat and you can make the appropriate changes or take the appropriate steps. Can anyone manifest themselves out of like a terrible situation, like in war-torn countries, for example, or like the homeless people living under a bridge? Like why can't, could they just manifest their way out of those situations? Or is that part of their soul's journey? Sometimes we need to experience things so challenging, so dark so terrible that it is the only way for the light to come through. There are several things coming through about this. Yes, the answer is yes, but there are some caveats and it all boils down to the enslavement of the mental body of the human being. If all you know is doom and gloom, or for instance, you don't have access to the internet or to what's happening in other places of the world, then it's very difficult for your thought forms to evolve past where you are. And that is why it is so important for us beings who truly are blessed to live in this interconnected earth that you are experiencing now to speak up, to share their stories, to talk about how they went from the darkness into the light. I I am one of the greatest examples of that. My life was so dark. And as I began to love myself and accept myself and again, understand that it's not happening to me, but for me, and that I am never alone, you're never alone, that everything can be transformed. The messages of the light workers are spreading far and wide on this planet at this time. And while the majority of humanity enjoys scrolling on their phone, watching content that is keeping them small or in fear or in a dynamic of dominion over another. These messages will begin to fall away to be replaced with the truth of the light. So one must find solace when looking at the pain and suffering that is happening in the world that we are here to transform it. I also just like the idea that there will be people among those communities that are getting, having these awakenings themselves and they could spread these messages, even though they don't have access to internet or things like that, you know? And so you have to trust that that's happening to people, right, all over the world, not just here. Right. Like how when I started going through my awakening, I I didn't even know what it was called. I didn't know what was Mm -hmm. happening. But you know that it is true. You know that this is not me. This is I'm accessing this greater part of me. And it has wisdom and knowledge to share and disperse. And we will be seeing much more of that um, in this 
in the in this next year and the coming years. What makes this year so special? I've heard so much about 2024 being a different kind of year. Why now? The energy of the first wave of volunteers has anchored onto the planet. And so those that have gone through these awakening experiences, again, it is an ever unfolding process, but somebody that lifted the veil 12 years ago or 24 years ago is much different from an individual that is just on those initial steps. Now, the reason why this year is so powerful is there, well, there are several. First, it is an eight year. Two, two, four is eight. This is infinity. This is the infinite. This is the truth of your being. This is no limits, no barriers. So we come in with this energy, but also as more people have awakened, now you see that there are many people spreading the good word. <laughs> um, there are podcasts, and there are TV shows, and there are influencers, and there, there's people all over the place talking about it because it's not it's not not real. It's almost like people in the 60s that talked about having an extraterrestrial come and visit them, lock them up and throw away the key. And now we're even in a time where our government is saying that, yes, these are crafts that are not of human origin. So it's very exciting because a lot of the information that is very shocking to the human being has already been dripped out. And whether you've delved into it or not, the information has been put forth to the consciousness. And more and more people are going to be able to access and thus unfold to this information, raising the collective vibration of the planet. And well, the more awake people around you, they're going to wake up. You are, your, your energy will meet, will rise to meet them. Nobody should ever say, I'm going to lower my vibration in order to have a conversation with this person or exist in this reality. You always rise and more and more people are going to choose to rise to the occasion of becoming a conscious human being while they are alive. You do not have to die to wake up to the truth of who and what you are. How amazing is that? And as we see more people do impossible things, really just miraculous advances in 
how we operate as a being, as a civilization are on the precipice. And you must make the choice to stay where you are or to shift into higher consciousness. Now, many people will be afraid. Well, no one really in my family is conscious like that. I don't want to be alone. You you will always be in a place where everything is here now together, multidimensional. And any change that you make that betters your life has a ripple effect on everybody you know, everybody that you interact with, walk by. You just be sitting on the train and the frequency that you emit can take somebody from asleep to awake. Are there any other messages that are coming up that we haven't covered for the collective? This is the year when many of you will make the conscious decision and effort to stop playing small, to honor and integrate your divine heritage, which is a multi-dimensional being inhabiting a human body upon the face of the earth at this time. The shifts in technology, medicine, economics, community, power are going to be swift and and so supportive to every human on this earth. You are meant to live a beautiful, happy, abundant, peaceful, joyous, love-filled life. And as you begin to see more of your brothers and sisters awaken and live like this, more and more will be inspired to do so as well. There is so much movement and change on the horizon and buckle up because it's going to be a fun ride. There is nothing that you cannot do be or have the extent of your imagination is where those boundaries are drawn through your mind. So the encouragement is to every day more and more begin to release those things that don't feel good anymore. Is telling yourself in the mirror that you look fat every day for the last 20 years changing anything for the better? No, it's not. And so this is where the inspired action comes from. You have to get to a place where you are sick and tired of being sick and tired of living the same monotonous, meaningless, unfulfilled life. There is more opportunity now than ever for this to be a reality for every human being as the internet has given us access to information that even in our lifetime, um, we, we couldn't even dream, right? 
there might be a misconception that spirituality is all love and light. And while at the, the end game is to live and breathe that love and light, there is a dismantling that must occur in order for your new light body to be activated. There are pathways and programs that are so ingrained in the fabric of who and what you are that need healing, that need to be released. And so for anybody that is going through um, what I call an existential crisis or a now termed spiritual awakening, uh, know that first and foremost, you are not alone. And that you are in the silent majority, that there are so many people just like you and that there are resources available for you. Um, yeah, look for community and for uh, resources and guidance. And that's kind of one of the things that I am now doing. I felt so alone and so confused and really needed some help during this time that simply wasn't available to me. And, and that was my journey, but it doesn't have to be so difficult. And that's the beauty of where we are going because the unpaved road has now been paved. And there is a lot of help and a lot of support. And so if anybody is experiencing things in their life that they've never experienced before, thoughts that they've never had before, they're repeating numbers, feeling a certain type of way about certain aspects of their life, you have to understand that everything is connected to the evolution of your consciousness. And as you expand those lower unsupportive thought forms can no longer exist but making a transition to this new version of you to this new life is a process and you must do the work and so uh finding somebody that can help either for instance take you into your uh, akashic records and see what are some of the past pains that you're holding on to or even things that uh, you've experienced during this lifetime or um certain programs that you're running there is a lot that is hardwired that needs to be rewired in order to function comfortably and peacefully in this new consciousness. Um, so for anybody that um, feels connected to any of this message that we've shared today or any of this information or feels like there's something going on over here or I'm feeling stuck in some ways, there's so many amazing people available to you and that I am available to you to help you take that journey back into yourself so that you can rebuild in the light in in the truth in in integrity in in peace and in something that resonates really beautifully not only for you but for everybody that you encounter 
So cool, Isabel. So I'm like so proud of you. So that's the end of the episode. I told you it was super epic. If you want to watch the entire interview that included the meditation and complete answers to every question, including a few that I left out, then head over to our YouTube channel and I'll link that in the show notes for you below. One last thing, if you've lasted this long and you enjoyed the episode, share it with somebody because these messages are profound. Like it truly is selfish to keep this to ourselves. So if you felt moved, if you learned something during today's episode, pass the message along, share it with a friend, a family member. That is the whole point, right? I mean, it's selfish to keep this to ourselves. So go ahead and do that. So much love. I'll see you guys next week.